Back at it again with another one. It's your yes, boy sir. Devon. It's your boy Lou. And you are now tuning in to the Devon and Lou show, where we are the realest realest. Most definitely. What's going on with you, brother? Uh, another day, another dollar, man. Another day, another dollar. How about yourself? Oh man, I feel you on that one, man. I'm actually about to uh, I'm about to start work tomorrow, actually. So I get to I get to sit in the library at the school. All right. Basically, do nothing. <laughs> that's what, that's that's that. sad though. You know why? Because this is how they describe the job to me. You're basically their exact words. You're basically going to be doing nothing. Maybe help somebody find a book, or 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 hook a laptop up to somebody, or help them log into a laptop. I was like, that is like pretty 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 easy job. Yes, sir, that's the life right there. Man, who you telling? <laughs> Yeah, man, it's uh, it's been um, a pretty, I don't know, the the month is going by pretty slow, I would say, but we're approaching Halloween, so Christmas time right around the corner, and there you have it, we in twenty twenty two, so I know, man, I don't know if it's just me. I don't know if it's just me, but it's, I feel like this year this year has gone by fairly quickly. It has. It has. Definitely quicker than 2020. Now, but, I think uh, that, that obviously from the from the pandemic and everything, you know, just kind of everybody, when you got to sit in the house the whole time, you know, imagine you get a day off work and you don't do anything at all. You just sit at the house. You know what I'm saying? That day gonna go by slow, and that's just one day. So imagine doing that for a whole year. Oh yeah, definitely crazy, man. But you know, we're all the more better for it. I feel like a lot of people, a lot of people learned a lot about themselves. They learned a lot about other people in the midst of all of this. And I feel like if, as a society, if we could take the positives out of these extremely negative couple of years that we've had, you know, we'll be all the better for it. Oh yeah. And we had a better 2021 like everybody asked for. So I hope ain't nobody else. I know people are, but they ain't got no right to be complaining. So I'm glad it's uh, somewhat normal now, but um, we got some, uh, some interesting things going on in sports right now. Uh, I'll let you kind of take the lead. Uh, I guess, man. Let's go ahead and let's go ahead and touch on this on this Roger Goodell fiasco going on with the Washington Football Team, man. Um, I want to say that's probably the most major of the things that we have for tonight's show. But um, for those of you that don't know, NFL wrapped up a year long investigation uh, investigating the. Washington football team and it was among allegations of, you know, misconduct, sexual harassment, just things, things of that nature within the workplace. And they just wrapped it up a few weeks ago. And now you've got Roger Goodell coming out, making a statement that 
they won't, they didn't have a written report of the investigation and they won't release any of the details of the investigation. And the lawyers of the people that basically called for the, the investigation itself are highly upset because they just, I mean, they're looking at it like, you know, it's, we talked about this a couple of weeks ago. It seems like the NFL might be trying to hide something. And this is just, I, mean, I told you earlier, this is really is just screaming we're hiding something. Yeah. You know, it's, there's, correct me if I'm wrong, anywhere you work at, if any kind of investigation goes on, whether it's human resources, whether it's inspections, you know, no matter what it is, any kind of investigation happens, there's a written report of this, you know, detailing the investigation. And usually, even at your workplace, the, the employees are made aware of what, what the report entails. Yeah. Like, if you fail, if you fail a health inspection at a restaurant, GM calls you in, everybody's there, meet, team meeting, let them know, like, hey, we got to do this, this, and this, because we failed the health inspection. We got we got two weeks to get this stuff in order, you know, so they can come back and reinspect the restaurant and stuff. And it just seems, you know, it just seems like Roger is trying to, it seems like he's trying to hide something. Uh, I've mentioned this before. I feel like they found something. I feel like the NFL is sitting on something pretty big that they don't want to get out into the public eye. And that's why every attempt to release the details of this investigation have been thwarted because they're like, ah, we can't let that, we can't let the public see that. Uh, whether it's damning to the organization or damning to the actual league itself, you know, we, we don't know because they won't release anything, but, you know, what what's that old saying, you know, where there's smoke, there's fire, right? Oh, yeah, definitely. You know, and in this case, Lou, wouldn't you agree that the smoke was John Gruden? Yeah, yeah, definitely. So you can't you can't realistically tell me if John Gruden in that situation with him was the smoke. Nobody can realistically say, tell any of us that there's no fire anywhere. It's like ah, that was just John Gruden, and that's all we found. Nothing else. <laughs> and um, you know, it just I think it's a bad look on Roger. You know, I think I think he should be somewhat cooperative. I'm not gonna say the public deserves or has a right to, to know these things. But as of this moment, we are all also, you know, invested in it to a certain degree. So to sit there and not release something would just be kind of a slap in the face. It's like, we know y'all got something and you just don't want to, you know, you don't want to put it out there. Yeah. So what, what's so, what's so bad? And I'm going to ask you, this is, this is, I'm, I'm done with this tape, but I'm going to ask you what's, in your opinion, what is what could it possibly be that's so bad that they don't even want to, you know, produce any of the findings? Um, I don't know exactly what it could be, and I'm not going to speculate. But what I find interesting is, you know, there's nobody there governing go, governor. I don't even know how to say the word governing there governing go. governing the um the NFL. So it's like if they wanted to, they can do these things. Is what it seems like to me. 
And uh, that's what's, uh, I guess, kind of a little bit blurry to me at this point. I'm like, you know, if there was anything, who is, who who comes in to uh, to kind of bang the gavel with that? Um, that's that's the most. I guess I think that's the thing that people are are most overlooking is the fact that we don't know who steps in to do these kinds of things right now, and you know. It's like nobody's holding the higher-ups accountable. Yeah, we've discussed all kinds of outcomes and all kinds of things that they could possibly be hiding. But, you know, it's just speculation until we truly, truly know what it is. So I'm just – I'm really – you know, I want to know, you know – I'm like you. I I mean, you, you do an investigation and you come out with all of this stuff against John Gruden. So John Gruden is apparently the only bad seed and a bad apple in this deal. I ain't buying it, you know. So Yeah, you know, and that's why I feel like we should be we should know. Definitely, cuz you you've yeah. literally ruined a man's uh a man's uh identity. career opportunity. Yeah, career identity, everything for pretty much Probably the rest of his days. I mean, most likely. I mean, he's been, he's in the the the. We should call it the 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 Hall of Shame. You know, guys like Ray Rice, guys like uh, Pete Rose, guys like um, Lance Armstrong. You know, Jerry Sandusky. I got a better word for it. Man. There's plenty of them. And, and I agree with you on the Hall of Shame, but. I feel like a good a good word would also be he's in limbo right now. Uh, you know, limbo in the spiritual sense is when somebody passes away, their spirit is stuck in limbo. They're just stuck between this world and the next world. And and right now, while we could speculate and say it's a possibility that he'll never have another coaching job in the NFL or yeah. or he'll never have a coaching job in any capacity. We could speculate that, but we just don't know. You know, five, ten years from now, could John Gruden have another coaching job? Sure. You know, mm-hmm. but – and that's, I feel like he's just kind of in that limbo area where it's just like, okay, like for sure right now he's definitely not getting another job. Yeah. You know, but, you know, if he stays, keeps his head down, and I don't think he can the, – the, what's worse and what goes to what you just said is, is even – What's even worse is that he you know, obviously coached, went to the media, coached again. He kind of can't even go back to the media at this point. Uh, yeah, he'd be hard-pressed. <laughs> I think it's less of a chance that he could go back to the media than the NFL because it's like, you know, um, you can just play that whole, like, you know, made a mistake, back to business, back to, you know, not really wanting to talk to you guys as far as the media goes. As far like you can never and see this is my thing. You know, um you got you had guys like Keyshawn Johnson and Randy Moss coming out and saying all the stuff about John Gruden and why he was so wrong. But it's like it's funny, bro. It's funny to me. Especially with a guy like Randy Moss and all of the troubles that he went through throughout his career. It's funny how, you know, um as a human, we can uh, go through things and we can, you know, say this is not me. I don't want to be judged, this and that. But as soon as 
you've spent enough time away from those bad things that you've done, it's almost as if you become, you know, a, a, a person that can, I guess, place judgment or a person that can critique somebody, you know, on their mistakes. And I have a bit of a problem with that. You know what I mean? I just do, you know. Um, and one might say, you know, because I've even been on air saying, I, you know, as a kid, you know, you broke, you ain't got nothing. I've stole before, you know what I mean? But, and then I, I, I turn around and I say, hey, but if you steal from me, you know, I'm coming for you. You know, some might say that I'm a hypocrite in some some way, shape, form, or fashion. But wh- whatever it is, to me, in a sense, it doesn't make it right. Now, I'm speaking more on a personal thing. They're speaking more on a public thing. You know what I mean? And it's like, it's funny how we just turn into, you know, the, 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 the accused turn into the judges. You know what I mean? And I find that very interesting, you know, that we, uh, we, we forget so quickly. You know what I mean? The things that we used to, and I say that, I, you know, if you steal from me, I'm going to comfort you. But if it's like a youngster or something like that, like, I'm going to get my stuff back. Don't get me wrong. But we're going to have a life lesson. We're going to have a talk. And I'm going to try to, I ain't going to, I'm not going to, you know, if, if I can help it, I'm not going to call the police on you. I'm going to make sure you know, though, that you know this you ain't the way to go. Up. Yeah, yeah, you messed up. This ain't the way to go. Don't go down this path. I got lucky. You know what I mean? Don't go down this path, but it's like, I mean, we live in a world. I was just going to say we live in a world to where it's like, oh, the world don't care about what you did 10, 15 years ago, even two weeks ago. Sometimes, you know, it's about who they want to pick on at that moment. You know what I'm saying? Not justifying anything that John Gruden said or did. Just saying. I mean, it's like a couple of years ago, man. Um, Mine and my mom's cars were broken into middle of the night, man, by like two o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, you know, and this was really my thought too. I was like, you know, if they, if it's somebody that needs help or they, they feel it because they feel like that's what they have to do. I'm, I'm over here. Like I'm going to look at two thirty three in the morning. I personally would rather you knock on my door and say, you know, you don't got to tell me your life story, but hey, man, look, me and my family in the bind, blah, blah, blah. Like, all right, man, let's let's go to the grocery store real quick. What y'all need? You know, I do whatever's in my power to actually, you know, help you. Mm-hmm. And and I feel like, you know, while teaching somebody a lesson, you know, that can also, you know, just you teaching a lesson and you also being able to help somebody at the same time. Because then at the end of the day, they're able to pass along the knowledge that you gave them. Oh, yeah. You know, but but I was gonna ask, like, with the with the troubles that that Randy Moss and them had gotten into, has any was ever anything ever this big though? Oh, most certainly. When uh, Randy Moss had got in, I want to say he got in trouble for. Uh, I have to do. It's on the uh, the the thirty for thirty. The Rand that bro, that's the whole reason why Randy Moss didn't go to a major university. He was supposed to go to Florida State, but he ended up going to Marshall. Now you think about that yourself. A top three, no, no doubt about it, a top three wide receiver in all of football history went to Marshall. You know what I'm saying? So that that tells you the 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 light of the story just from the jump. You know what I'm saying? That it was kind of on some some sketchy stuff. But um I'd have to look up what exactly what it you know, what it 
exactly was, but we all know that he had his, you know, his mishaps, you know, during during his playing career. But um, I'm just saying, I mean, you, it's funny, you know what I mean? Like we we look back on all of these guys, and that's why I'm a big To fan because, bro, To never got into any kind of criminal criminal trouble at all. You know what I'm saying? But they treated him as if he was a doggone hoodlum. You know what I'm saying? And I just I find that but interesting. Even and even look now, in. look, Randy Moss is on TV. What's To doing? You know what I'm saying? Randy Moss, first ballot Hall of Fame. To nah. You know what I mean? I mean, Randy had several marijuana use, uh, you know, allegations and and charges and stuff like that. Traffic incidents. You know what I'm saying? You know, it. it, it I'm just saying, it's just funny to me how society picks. You know what they what they want to you know. I guess kind of kind of accept. It's all about the label. You know, I didn't want to say it neither, but I think he had. It was like a. a it was something along the lines of a day, uh, domestic violence allegation or something like that. No, I'm not trying to pick on Randy Moss. He's my guy. I get it, but I'm just saying. You know what I'm saying? It's just funny how it's like me and you. We did a bunch of crimes in our past, right? You know what I'm saying? We went to jail. We did this, whatever. We got out. But then um, you maybe made another mistake, and then I go out here, and I'm like, oh, man, man, Devon, bro, I, I don't know what he on. Like, I told him to get out of that, this and that, blah, blah, blah. Like, you just don't understand how you get, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, you know, I, I don't know. You know, that's just me. I mean, like I said, it's 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 the labels, man. Um, while Randy Moss might have gotten in trouble, this and that, he was probably well spoken. Came to the media, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, he's able to he's able to finesse his, finesse his way out of whatever he could finesse his way out of. Randy Moss, however, or uh, To, you look at him and, and To. I will say that the worst crime he ever committed was having an attitude and being arrogant. You know what I'm saying? And that's not. And how many how many athletes do we know that done did that? Yeah, exactly. Too many. But to you list. know, it was just, it was just. I, I don't know why, but you know, it was it, for some reason to them, it was different coming from To. Yeah. And so you kind of you kind of look at that man, and you just kind of like okay. This is why. This is why they labeled him like this because of how he acted, you know. He, that, and it's unfair to label anybody in any capacity. Yeah, but that's just what it was. And but another yeah, thing man, on the the Randy Moss deal, it was somewhat similar to the Allen Iverson situation. And I'm not see people are going to take this completely left. I'm not saying what he was in trouble for what he was fighting for wasn't right, you know, because this, this one was racially motivated and I knew that it was along the lines of this. I just didn't want to be wrong, but it was somewhat like the Allen Iverson situation when Allen Iverson got into the brawl at the bowling alley with, you know, some, some, some white people and, you know, they ended up having a big brawl and somebody got hit with a chair, this and that, blah, blah, blah. His was the same kind of thing. You know, it was a racially uh, influenced fight that happened one, left one paralyzed. I mean, paralyzed, h- hospitalized, and um, you know it was along the lines of that. Now you, we look back on it, we like, man, does that granted a person being robbed of their 
scholarship? I don't think so. But my point is, you know, we forget so quickly that we've been through things and that we've been at rock bottom. You know what I'm saying? And instead of just showing a little bit of sympathy, it seems like everybody is just throwing daggers at you, throwing daggers at you. You know what I'm saying? And and I just think that some of us should really just, you know, um, take a step back, kind of like I, wa- I was watching uh, the Aaron Hernandez story on Netflix yesterday again. And, you know, this woman, she stuck out to me when it was all um, just unfolding and nobody knew if he really did it. She was just like, look, we don't know until he's, you know, proven guilty. He's innocent. And, you know, that's just the kind of person that I am, you know, um, until it's it's actually proven, which I know it was proven with John Gruden. But, you know, then you got to take a look. These are people who are who haven't he he's had conversations with John Gruden. All of them have, you know, Keyshawn can say what he want. But <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you come on. I know he wasn't treating you like Bill Belichick was treating Tom Brady. You know what I mean? Like. I don't know. I'm Ren, but I, that's just how I feel about it. Yeah, man. I guess summary of all of this, man. Roger, release the write the get the report written and release the findings. It's not. It's gonna be way worse if he continues to to go against the to go against the wave of things right now. It's going to be way worse for him, and it's going to be worse for the league in the long run. I tell you what, I'm going to say this. As long as he done been in there, which is like more than plus 10 years, as long as he done been in there, whatever it is, as long as it's not racially motivated, he better go ahead and get it out because this is going to be a scar on his resume along with all of the other scars that he already has. So he better, he better put something out at some point to save his own behind, you know, because yeah, this could be something that in a couple of years, they look back at this, like we got to find a new commissioner for the league. Oh yeah. And they already own that. I can guarantee you of that. I mean, he's, his days are numbered. His days are definitely numbered and he probably wants them to be numbered. I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I, I this was a rumor about two, three years ago. But Roger Goodell gets paid forty million dollars a year. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> hey, uh, you know, it, it, you're good. You made plenty of money. Well, ain't that what they like to tell the athletes, right? You made plenty unless, of money. Unless he bad with his money. That's yeah, the only, you, that's you, the only you, alternative. You you made plenty of money. You're not the youngest of guys. You ain't the oldest, but you're definitely not the youngest of guys. You had, Bro, your, you had a good run. Something, watch him be hiding something like, like Roger was actually in that massage parlor with Robert. <laughs> hey, I wouldn't put it yeah, past him. Like, nah, Bro, I can't, I can't let this get out. Absolutely not. I wouldn't put it past him, my brother. I would not put it past him. <laughs> but yeah, man, you know, um, like I said, man, ultimately just put the put the stuff out, man. It's it's hurting it's gonna hurt the league and it's gonna hurt his position a lot more than if he puts it out and we find we we see or hear things that we just don't agree with or like. Oh, you yeah. know, because at least at that point it's just like, ah, you know, I don't agree with that. They wrong for that. But at that point, it's like, what else can we say? But right now, we got a whole lot to say. 
Definitely. Ah, like, oh, man, like, what you hiding? Like, what, what is it? What are you hiding? You know, it's like, it's like when you, when you, uh, in school, you get your report card, you get your, you get your progress report, you know, you remember <laughs> you have to take home to your parents, get them to sign it. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, if you're not doing too well, you might hide that progress report. And it was always like, oh, we give you a hundred. It's just a free grade getting this signed. But you'd be like, man, I don't care about that hundred. I got a 42 in this class. I'm not going to let my mom see this. Yep. But your mom sitting there, she like, I know you get progress reports. So why are you hiding it? You're hiding it because you obviously, you, you got, you obviously have something to hide. If you yep. was doing well or if you were doing even just average, you would have no problem bringing this and showing it to me. Yep. Yeah, it's so. Uh, man, moving <laughs> on, man. Uh, you want to go ahead and get in the picks right now since we're on the subject of the NFL? Yes, sir. Let's go ahead and get it. We'll leave, we'll leave that little NBA talk we got for the end there. Oh, yeah, man. You know, we, we, we usually get going on the NBA stuff. Yeah. But man, uh, excited! Second, second, third of the season started last week. You know, week six, week seven. I mean, uh, you know. So, look, I'm not, man. I'm not picking on you, but I'm gonna pick on the league real, real quick. So. Seventeen divided by three is five point six and a whole bunch of sixes and it ends in seven. Yeah, five point six repeated. So wouldn't the six game be the or are they just rounding up? If you round up like the first six games mm-hmm. would be like the first third of the season. And okay. then starting game seven, so seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, and twelve would be the second leg of the season. And then 13 through 17 would be like the last one of like the last five games would be like the last leg of the season. That's the way I did it at least. So it's seven, five, four. Nah, bro. It's, it's, or seven, it's five, six, five. <laughs> six, six, and five. Six, six, and five. Okay. All right. Yeah, like starting. Week seven starts the second leg. So, like, we already went through one through six. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's the first six games. And then week seven starts the second six. And then week 13 starts the the last five. Got you. Six, six, five. Okay. That's how I did it. It was easier for me to do it that way. Yeah, I just thought that was what they were saying. Let's go nine and eight or eight and nine. Like, I I like to look at it like. (laughs) If we break break it break it into three legs, man, like you break it into three sections, you got your you got your your beginning, the first part of the section, like okay, this is everybody kind of getting their feet under them again, you know, getting out there seeing what they got. Uh, around this time is when we we've seen most of the injuries that are probably going to happen throughout the season. Not saying that there won't be any more injuries. Hopefully not, but. You know, guess, a lot of injuries and stuff happen around the beginning or the end of the season. For me, it's just weird because we can't really say, um, you know, we're halfway through the season like we used to. Because that was a big thing. You know, eight games through the season, it was a pretty big deal. 
I mean, you could still say that at eight, at eight or nine, either one. Yeah, it's just, it's, I'm being technical. But um, like anyway, go, I'm if sorry. You, if you say, if you say on, on, in week eight, halfway through all of the games that's going to be played, you are exactly halfway through the season because then there's only eight and a half more weeks to go. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, man, give me give me them picks, man. man I apologize. Uh, you know, starting tomorrow, man, Thursday, Packers Cardinals. I'm actually riding with the Cardinals on this sound. I I think they continue their streak, but I wouldn't be surprised. I, if the I do Packers too. The one to take them out. You know, you got a uh, oh, what's his name? I forgot the boy name. Devontae Adams. He's out with COVID, I want to say. So yeah, I'm, I'm okay. rocking with the Cardinals as well. Plus, you know, uh, you know how I, you know how I care so know, much about the Packers. You know we can't. You know we can't. We can't be friends on Sunday. Um, I mean, at least, at I, least pick, I picked, I picked against hours. the Saints already, so it really don't matter, right? <laughs> It, it really but don't this matter. This is different, man. This is different. This is our team, Saints, Buccaneers. I already know who you got. You already know who I got. That's probably going to be if it, if they can live up, if my team can live up to it, that will probably be the best game of that day. But yeah. I, I'm not gonna lie though. These past couple of games, I'm not worried, but I'm a little. I'm a. I'm not. You know, it's like it's like I'm right there. So we're like, I'm kind of climbing the fence to where I'm on the fence. You're on the fence about what? Because we haven't performed well. Like, I'm talking about us. Like, we haven't performed great the past couple of games. Going up against a heavy hitter like, y'all, I'm <laughs> not. It's not going to surprise me if we go in and lose that game, bro. Right, that's all I'm saying. I mean, it definitely shouldn't. <laughs> yeah. That's a bit of a... That's a bit of an understatement. But, you know, <laughs> y'all are beatable. We are capable of beating good teams. Yeah, yeah. So, really, it's just like one of them, we, gotta, we just got to see. I mean, what if we, we keep talking about this? What we got to have a stinker that, pretty that much. Looks at, bro, listen, like, what if this is the game that Sean looks at, at uh, James Winston and said, all right, go ahead and do your thing. And just let them go. I'll tell you one thing, y'all have ten times of a better of a chance. I'll tell you that much. Well, we have because, about, about eight hundred passing yards. Yeah, man. I mean, you gotta look at it like this. When y'all played the Bucks with Jameis Winston, was it a walk in the park? No, man. Absolutely not. Hey, Jameis, no, period. When when the Saints would play the Bucks. Oh, you mean when they played them when Yeah, Jameis was when Jameis was quarterback. I remember a lot of great battles, man, when Jameis was there at the I don't head. think I don't think any team just had a walk in the park. It was it was always just his efficiency. Exactly. Like Jameis Jameis Winston would cause his team to lose with inefficient play, despite the fact that he still had like five hundred yards and five touchdowns. You'd be like, dang, like and y'all lost because the man threw six interceptions. Exactly you know, like it'd be, it'd be something random like that. And you'd be like, you can't even say, I, I, I'm i big on the team play, man. 
And I'm big on not blaming one particular person. But in Jameis's case, I'm sorry, man. Like that, most a lot of them losses, bro, was on his hands. Literally. Because he, he's the one throwing the ball. Yeah. Sure, you could be like, oh, the receiver just wasn't there in time. Like, no, man. The receiver got beat and he still and he saw that and still threw the ball directly to a to a defender. Like that bad decision making is what it is. Mm-hmm. Jameis is like he's like the Russell Westbrook of the league. Makes bad decisions, but still great. Just makes bad decisions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would be but, awesome. Um, I mean, as a fan, I would love to to see it. I guess an absolute slugfest. That'd be that'd be pretty awesome. Um, okay, so we got Panthers and Falcons. I'm actually gonna ride with the Falcons on this one, man. Uh I am too. You know the, the Panthers, Panthers I picked them last the week. The Panthers benched Sam Darnold. Oh, really? Last game. Yeah, last game they benched him. He's he said to be he set to start against the Falcons, but if he gets out there and starts bad again, obviously we know now we know they have no problem benching him. Yeah. Uh, Dolphins, Bills, man. Uh, I, I, Bills all day. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. And then we got the the Niners versus the Bears. I'm a rock with I'm a rock with the Niners on that one, man. I think they can get a win. Yeah, I'm a rock with them too. Uh, Steelers, Browns. Mm, I'm gonna go with the Browns. I'll take the Steelers. Just to okay, you think Big Ben got one in him? Yeah. And then the Browns he, won with Case Keenum last weekend. Yeah. Hey, look. I'm going to regret this, but I'm going to do it anyway because I want to give them some kind of hope. Eagles-Lions in Detroit. I'm going to rock with Detroit. <laughs> Oh man, I guess I gotta go with the Eagles. Although I'm not, I'm not specifically just confident in them either. To say the least. <laughs> if anybody, if anybody's gonna, if anybody's gonna get a win against the Eagles, it could be the Lions. But if anybody's gonna keep the Lions from winning, it could be the Eagles. You know, it's just like, uh. and watch that. And you know, it's funny, bro. We say that. Watch that be the best game all day. Score be like forty eight to forty one or something. Yeah. Uh, next up on the list, man, we got Titans Colts. I'm gonna rock with. I'm gonna rock with Tennessee on that one. Shout out to my brothers out in the Tennessee area. Say that one more time, brother. Titans versus the Colts. I'm rocking with Tennessee. I'm gonna go with the Colts. I figured. The t- the Titans, you know, they on a high streak and they need to be brought back down to earth. It's a divisional game. It's going to be tight. It ain't going to be no blowout. Next up, we got Bengals versus the Jets. The Jets are probably going to use their newfound weapon with Joe Flacco. Oh, yeah. The, <laughs> the Bengals is on a high streak, but I got to go with their hot hand, so I'm rocking with the Bengals. Yeah. Only a few more. Rams, Texans, obviously, I'm rocking with, with L.A. <laughs> oh, 
They in Houston, they though, man. They in Houston. They in Houston. You know what? I'm going to take the Texans because I think uh, Tyrod Taylor going to be back. I'm going to be spontaneous. I'm going to rock with the Texans. Patriots. And a shocking, uh, and I do mean shocking, win over the Los Angeles Rams. <laughs> all right, man. We got the um, we got the, the Patriots versus the Chargers. 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 I'm with you on that one. I just I I feel like I just have to they pick in LA. the Patriots almost every time. Yeah, they in LA. Oh yeah, I'm going for sure. Jaguar Seahawks. Ah, I get that one to the to the Seahawks. No, you know what? I'm man, gonna go with the Jags, man. Nah, they in they in Seattle. I'm gonna go with Seattle. But I think I think the Jags. I think the Jags get their second win of the season. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Seattle. Nah, nah. If Trevor Lawrence playing, don't know how to play up there be. yet. They don't know how to do hey, all man. that. Yet. I could be wrong. Washington football team versus the Broncos. I'm rocking with the Broncos, bro. I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and select them. I'm gonna go with Washington. But in in my defense, also, I wouldn't be surprised. Washington. Their record is very deceptive. These teams are very comparable. Neither one of them are world beaters, but they both can get a, a win against a decent Yeah, but team. that's why I said that's why I said Washington's <laughs> record is definitely deceptive though. Um in the fact that they've put up it, even in the games that they've lost, they have put up solid fights. Like they're not getting blown out of the water every game they lost. Uh Cowboys and Vikings. I I'll go with that. Cowboys versus the Vikings. Where they in, play it? They're in Minnesota. I'm taking the Vikings. Cowboys is due for a Cowboys loss. That's one thing that we ain't seen yet. They were supposed to I lose think to us. Lose on their Super Bowl. <laughs> Boy, stop. Hey, next. I'm talking about the Cowboys Super Bowl. You know the Thanksgiving game. <laughs> Last I'm game, serious Monday. though. Cowboys are due for a Cowboys loss. You know. I just I, right, I, ain't, I ain't feeling it, man. I ain't feeling it. You know. Next Monday, man, saying, we got we got New York Giants in Kansas City. <laughs> That's the Monday night game. Yeah. Oh yeah. Fire Roger right now. Fire him. <laughs> you fired. You eternally fired. I heard that on a YouTube video the other day. You eternally fired. <laughs> oh, man. I'm surprised, man. I'm wrong with the Giants. Yeah. If Pat Mahomes lose this, bruh, I don't want to hear no more. I don't want to hear no more of that Hall of Fame and all that BS. Miss me with that. He just happened to be a great, a great young guy who had a few great seasons. <laughs> Yeah, like, but you know what? On the They're other favorite hand, to win at minus nine, nine and a half, though. On the other hand, though, bro, maybe he needs this for his career because you know what? Honestly, this is me being completely honest. Every great, pretty much for the most part, every great went through some kind of adversity. You know what I'm saying? And even oh if, yeah, 
you know, even if they didn't make the playoffs this year, I mean, that dude has something to work for. And, you know, um, I think that might be what's best for him. Something to humble him. I mean, you know what I'm saying? I it, mean, look at look at it like this. Go ahead, my fault. I didn't mean to cut you off. I, nah, I, nah, I didn't know you wasn't finished. I was just gonna say too, though. Another thing, we might see a Pat Mahomes a little more shredded next year. You know what I'm saying? He looked like he got a, you know, his wife, his wife, his wife was pregnant. You know, um, pretty much all out through the off season and COVID and, and all. I don't that. got kids, but I know I know how it is for y'all when you when your lady is pregnant. Y'all oh, get yeah. some pregnancy. Yeah, we y'all we, get them cravings too. Yeah, we look like we about three four months too. So I wouldn't be surprised if you know. And then he hanging out with your boy Andy Reid all the time. You know, eating them cheeseburgers and whatnot. So yeah, yeah. you know, bro, you know he loves ketchup <laughs> on everything. Yeah, yeah, he, exactly. He admitted this. He's, he's, he, ketchup is his favorite. His favorite dipping sauce. I'm telling you, he's still one of them big kids. Go to the uh, restaurant. Go to a steakhouse. Bro, Pat Mahomes just reminds. That's what he reminds me. He just reminds me of a big kid. Yeah, yeah. he ain't got no facial hair. Baby face. Yeah, he baby face. <laughs> you know, talks. You know, talks. He talks proper, or whatever. But uh, yeah, it just seems like he's just a big kid, man. Like when I saw that, especially when I saw the commercial with the ketchup, it's all like really. He go I mean, to that, a, that got to be the most kid thing ever. He go to a steakhouse and get fries. And a burger with just ketchup and cheese on it. <laughs> That's what he be on. Hey man, I ain't mad at him, man. Like what you like, but but I was gonna add. I was gonna piggyback. Are you picking the Chiefs? By the way, are you picking the Chiefs to win this? No doubt. Um, just to piggyback on what you were saying, look at and I gotta because I don't know too many of the teams in the NFL that have gone through something like this. I'm, I'm going to jump into the NBA for a comparison, but when LeBron won his championships in Miami, it was different because LeBron knew what it felt like to lose. He knew what it felt like to have a bad season. So when he, when he went to Miami, you know, his mindset was completely different. Same thing with the Warriors in their, in their championship runs. They knew what it was like to lose. Remember, Steph got on that team and they won like what it was like thirteen games one season. Mm-hmm. Like, bro, it was bad. You know, thirty some games. You know, they knew what it was like to lose. Therefore, when they really won, when they got to win, it was that much sweeter. And and then the, even with the Warriors over these past couple of years and the Lakers from like last year and stuff, it's like you see they still know how to they know how to lose and not let it destroy them. So this that's why it's gonna be good for Pat Mahomes. Like I feel like he really just he needs to learn how to have a bad season. It's gonna make him better because then he has to try to at that point, like you said, he knows it's something that he has to work on then. Yeah. Like if he if he goes ten seasons in a row and they all great seasons, sure, we're gonna be like he's a great player, but at the same time we're like, but this dude don't know he don't know he don't know failure. And I feel like it's bad for anybody to not know what failing is like. Oh, yeah. Got to know how to fail in order to succeed. Definitely. So, you know, and if, well, he, man, you, if he come out and win this thing, then I ain't going to lie, man. I ain't going to be no Chiefs fan, but I'm going to root for Pat Mahomes, man, because, you know, uh, he handles it well. You know what I'm saying? He ain't no he ain't no sore loser. He ain't no Aaron Rodgers. That's most importantly. 
You know what I'm saying? He's not going to go on no radio station and brag on himself or talk about how he owns the Raiders or he owns the Chargers and stuff like that. So, you know, um, I, 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 I'm I I'm rooting for him already because he's a Texas boy, but you know what I mean. It's one of them things. I might I might actually just start just supporting him. So, yeah, but that's that's a pretty weak game, Roger. I mean, uh, if yeah, it was it my is. vote, that's, that's definitely weak, man. If I if it was my vote, um, and, and get him out of here, get him out of here. I feel like we should have look, man. Forget our Monday night game from last, this past Monday. I feel like our game should have been the Monday night football game this week. Who? Oh, yeah, for sure. Thanks, Buccaneers. Like, for oh, my sure. God. Then you got, what, Cowboys-Vikings Sunday night? Mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie, though, bro. I think the, the, the Sunday night games are the most prestigious games. I mean, I feel like I don't know the ratings and all that, but, you know, they try to do that on the Sunday night games. Sunday night games, they're hardly ever two bad teams playing. You know, you'll never see uh, Jacksonville or Cincinnati playing on Sunday night or the Lions playing on Sunday night. So um, I think that's like the that's the sweet spot. And of course. You know, with the Cowboys, the yeah, yeah, with the Cowboys, you know, being on their on their high horse, and I'm pretty sure they already had a pre scheduled out anyway. But you know, that's a good spot for them. You know, um, but I think that's the money maker right there is the Sunday night game. You know, um, yeah, it's always a good one. I think I think a lot of people only make a big deal on the Monday night games because of that whole Monday stereotype. You know how it is. Like every Monday, bro, it's like it's just a Monday. Yeah. So it's like they had a Monday night football game. It's like, hey man, we give people some kind of joy on a Monday. Yeah, yeah. It's like that might be the whole. That might be the whole point of having a Monday night game. And to Christian McCaffrey, the guy that wants us to not have Thursday night football, um, please, 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 um. Please just just keep it to yourself, brother. We we don't want it here. We're fans. We 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 want to watch y'all more than we watch a movie or we watch the news. So you're telling us that we don't get to watch y'all as much? You gonna take Thursday night away from us? Stop it. Stop it. I mean, but why not put it on a Friday night? I don't care what night you put it on, but don't take one night away. You know what I'm saying? If yeah, it's I don't three think they nights, can take it away. It. If we if it's three nights, we get it. Then keep it at three nights. You know what I'm saying? That's that new generation stuff right there, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, stop crying. But that's why I get, man. Like, stop I crying. Get, I get wanting to. I, I don't think it should be taken away like altogether. But I can understand like it would probably be better for the players. You know, hey, let's change the Thursday night game to the, to a Friday night game. First of all, it gives people. It gives everybody a, another thing to do on a Friday night. You know what I'm saying? But also, that would like, be hey, I ain't gonna lie. On Sunday. That would be pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah, That'd bro. Like awesome. every Friday, I get to go watch a football game. But but I will say this though: this is why it wouldn't work because of high school football. Yeah, 
the ratings will be extremely down. Now, I just thought about that. You're right. You're right. You're right. I didn't think about it like that either, man. Yeah. And I, but Joe, trust me, Saturday. that is so genius. I mean, if it wasn't for high school football, I would absolutely love Fridays. Absolutely. But, yeah. I mean, I, mean, I was just at a, a, at a you know, a, a high school game this past weekend. And, man, dude, people show up and they show out, dude, for that high school football. They love it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, man, it's uh, and then I forgot college is on Saturday, so obviously you can't do it on Saturday. I mean, you could because college be coming weak on Saturday night. Like, I don't be looking forward to the Saturday night game at all. Not yeah, like you I used be to be one random game. Yeah, I used to just be but like you could probably put two two games for the uh, second half of Saturday. You'd probably do two games. Somebody need like to come one out. Where one at like four, one at at seven. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be that person, too, to come out and just say it. College football ain't what it used to be, bro. Bro, look, you had you had the, the tandem of Felix Jones, um, Darren McFadden at Arkansas. You had Reggie Bush, you know what I'm saying, Matt Liner. Um, I forgot the, the, the other back's name, the guy with the braids. But they just – they had a – Oh, my goodness. Vince Young and the Texas Longhorns. Defense so stout. You know what I'm saying? Like, freaking Jason White and, and the OU uh, Sooners. You know, just, just dude, I, I just have such great, vivid, clear as day memories of college football. And nowadays, I, I know I, I can't be the only one that's just not as interested as I used to be because I'm not. And then another I thing, mean, the BCS, this whole playoff thing, they made it, – it's cool and all that. But I like – now that we've been away from it for some years, I like the BCS. I ain't going to lie. I mean, think about it like this, bro. You think, it, you think it has anything to do with the fact that the people that we did keep up with through college and stuff are now players who – I mean, and this, is, this, this goes for all college sports. Everybody that we, like our generation, kept up with at any point in their college career has now been in their respective leagues for at least five to, to ten years at this point. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, those are the people that, because those are the people we watched. That's why, man, we watched these dudes in college and stuff like that. So, you know, we saw these dudes come up. I mean, remember Kevin Durant? You know, we watched KD in Texas. You know what I mean? We watch yeah. LaMarcus Aldridge in college and stuff like that. You see all of this stuff, and we watch these guys, and those are the guys we watched when we was coming up, like when we was younger. But they, these guys have also been in the league 10, 12, 13 years at this point. Yep. And now it's just because we're seeing everybody that's coming through now, they were barely being born when yeah. we were watching these guys. So I think I think that has a lot to do with why like college, the college sports scene seems to be less interesting. Do it make any less money? No, but it does seem to be less interesting to people of our generation. A lot of people that I see that are college fans are are people who are part of that older generation, like around our parents' age, and the younger generation that's coming up now because those are guys that they're seeing. 
Hey, and this is a topic for another show, though. But I'm going to ask you, before we get to the NBA, before we wrap up the show, I'm going to ask you a really, really tough question. Um, Do you feel like the value of college football will go down or up with the new introduction of these players getting paid? And before you answer, I'm going to give you the ups and the downs. The ups would be you get players that are more motivated to do well and to want to get their quote-unquote bag. The downside is the guys like Spencer Radler. You know what I mean? The guy, he he's a, he's a, he was supposed to be like the next Pat Mahomes. He plays at OU. Trash. You know what I'm saying? He ain't trash, but he ain't good. And this dude is probably going to make a million, um, supposedly, this year. And he's transferring. So, do from your, you know, small little dabbling into seeing what it's all about, do you feel like it's a good thing that college football will start going up? It just, let me let me explain that to you. It depends on who you are, basically. See, Spencer Rattler. Nah, let's give him a bonus. Let's give him a bonus tomorrow and talk about this. Definitely, but let me explain this I to gotta, you. Though. You know, I got to do my research on that one. Yeah, definitely, and I'll definitely give you ample time to do that. But let me let me just give you a little little um, tidbit before you 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 know. Listen, Spencer Rattler was on. You ever heard of that QB one series on Netflix? Mm-mm. I mean, I've heard of it. I've never seen. it. Yeah, okay, you've heard of it. That's good enough. He was on there, so it's almost as if you know Justin Fields was on there. Uh, Jake Fromm was on there. A few guys that you may know were on there. So he already kind of had a a foot in the door, if you will. You know what I mean? People know you. You know what I'm saying? So that translates to money. But I'm just saying, I just think it's kind of like they're straddling the fence as to – because you're going to get players in that want to, of course, be great, make that money. But then you got those players who want to be – they don't want to necessarily be great, but they want to make that money which can result in a lack of performance. So we can definitely save that, man, because it's, it's – uh, <laughs> yeah, as you can see, it's, uh, it's, it's interesting. It's definitely interesting. I mean, listen, one, one, one little nugget, man. Mm-hmm. This whole paying the players, I'm, I'm with it. But I just don't understand why they couldn't just did it like kind of like a work-study thing. Like me, I'm in work-study. Uh, I have a certain amount of money in, as a work study scholarship that I'll get paid. I get paid monthly, and they'll divide that fund into each month. So next semester, you know, whatever. I'm not gonna reveal how much I'm getting paid, but you know, it's like next semester. Let's just say, let's say it was it was five thousand dollars. Okay, every month I'd get a check for around twelve hundred, twelve hundred fifty bucks. They're going to divide it in about, they're going to divide that 5000 into the four months of me being in school. Why couldn't they just do it like that? Like, hey, you know what? We're going to give every player a $5,000 um, scholarship to pay them while they're playing at the school each semester. You know what I'm saying? Because then it's like, I feel like some, even, even something like 5000 these guys are complaining because they're not able to work. And, and, and that they, they rely on their families and stuff for money. But I'm like, okay, if that's the case, then if you were to get a part, you you were you're a sports athlete, you're an athlete in college, right? Mm-hmm. Therefore, you and you got classes, 
you would only be able to work part time anyway. And you, depending on where you at, you're not gonna make more than twelve hundred dollars a month working part time. So having a job, simply having a job is not gonna cut it. But if you have a particular like quote unquote scholarship or fund that each player has, it's like okay, and then that also means everybody's equal. Like we all getting the same amount of money. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Five thousand dollars semester, twelve fifty a month, or or if it's five months, you, you dividing it up, it's a thousand dollars a month. That should be enough for those players to get groceries, get the school stuff that they need, uh, you know, eat out if they need to, you know. And it does also teach these guys, especially the ones who are going on to bigger and better things in whatever league they're going to. It gives them an opportunity to learn how to manage their money. Because to us, $1,000 is not a lot, but to a 19-year-old kid in college, a thousand, if, if you can make $1,000 last throughout your month, by the next time you get paid, you're like, man, I still got like $400 left over. Now you're saving money. Yeah. But like you said, that's, that's a topic for another show. But I just, that, that's my rebuttal to what you were asking. Um, and I, I'll give my answer. I yeah, don't, man, I don't think do it'll that. go up or down, by the way. I, th- I think it'll stay the same. Okay. Sure. These colleges do make more than enough money to pay what, whatever they pay these players. They make more than enough money to do it. Hey, just this little tidbit before we get into the Lakers. Speaking of the Lakers, um, interesting little tidbit. The Miami Heat have signed Ryan Artest III, Meta Sandiford Artest's son. I guess that's... Ron Artest's new name. <laughs> yeah, he changed his name again. Oh, okay. To their NBA G League team. So that's pretty cool. This dude looks exactly like Ron Artest. <laughs> that's pretty interesting, man. I, I like that. It's pretty neat. Pretty neat. But um, dang, yeah, man. Ron my- got a Ron got a son in any kind of league. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, my Spurs gave gave the the Lakers a run for their money in San Antonio yesterday, uh, to say the least. You know, we're not – we don't have a star. Let's just be honest about it. We don't have a star. You know, I mean, you got, I don't have nobody, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, most – like Dante Murray might be the only person, huh? And he ain't nowhere near no star, you know. Oh, um, yeah. The Wizards got Bradley Bill. You know what I mean? The 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 Rockets. Is John Wall still on the Rockets? So far, as far as I know, yeah, he just hasn't played. Yeah, you got him. Remember I told you at the beginning of the season they agreed they agreed to not play for him to not play until he yeah. moved be moved to a different team. Yeah, you got him and then you got um Jalen Green just dropped thirty yesterday. You know, you most rookies ain't dropped thirty within the first five games. He just did it. So, if 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 I don't know the the signs of a budding star, but that show sound like it, you know, I'm just ranting too. Like, I mean, I, we don't have anybody. So, you know, I was if y'all cause anybody like the Lakers to struggle, it's a problem for that thank team. You. That's all I'm basically saying. I had a friend that went to the game. I said, dude, you know, um, so you 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 saying f us and all that? That's cool. I understand you ride for your team, but. You know, what do we do to y'all? You know what I mean? Like, what if we hand y'all a L? 
oh, y'all ain't going to handle us. Y'all effing suck and this and that, blah, blah, blah. I was like, okay. So after the game, my test, I was like, oh, yeah, it was pretty hard fought, huh? He was like, it don't matter. We got the win. I'm like, okay. If that make you feel good, then That, go that seems like a person that I don't want to talk to, man. I ain't going to lie to you. <laughs> I get That's... mad talking to that person. But, you know, and see, this is my thing. I want to say this, too, because we got a lot of guys <laughs> that ride for LeBron. Listen, LeBron fans. Most of the time, we're not even attacking y'all. Well, sometimes we are. But I'm going to say this, though. Listen. Like 80% of the time we are. <laughs> yeah. Listen, you guys got to understand, Lakers fans are more annoying than y'all. So don't take it personal at all. They talk crap about your guy. That's how annoying they are. They'll talk crap about your guy. You know what I'm saying? If they not blaming it yeah, on uh, Vogel or something, they blaming it on LeBron. So just know like, that we, like, you know. Bro, yes, we get it. The thing that really does matter is the win. We get that. You know, nobody's, nobody's disputing that at all. But, again, to the point that me and you were both trying to make just a second ago, for a team who, who we both admitted really don't have anybody on the squad, I mean, it's like the Pistons. Who, who name? I know a couple players on the Pistons. Can you name me? Can you name me three players off the Pistons right now? <laughs> um, Kay Cunningham. That's about it. <laughs> Kay Cunningham, so Jeremy Grant, Kelly Olynyk, Garrett Temple. They, they, the Pistons have some people. Like I know most of the team, most of the people on the team, but. Even then, outside of them, despite the, besides the fact that they do have a number one pick on the squad, like, they don't have nobody. Nope. So, for a team like y'all who, you know, y'all only really have DeJounte Murray, who is just really a better scoring Rajon Rondo, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, that, to, to push the Lakers to any, to push the Lakers to any kind of struggle, I think the Lakers should, should they be worried about their season? No, but they should be worried about their lineup and and how effective they are. Yeah, you know, because that you you look at it on paper. If we if the season hadn't started yet, and we looking at that schedule, your first thought as a fan of the Spurs is like, yeah, we probably going to catch that L. Yeah, probably ain't gonna be no probably ain't gonna be no kind of contest between the two. But then you look at it, you be like, man, we gave them a run for their money. For real. You know, LeBron fans are really just in, and LeBron fans in particular are in denial that LeBron is just getting older. <laughs> Why did he That's sit really out? what I think it is. Because he old. He, remember he rolled his ankle in, the, in that last game. Oh, yeah, I remember you telling me. When I tell you he fell, when he fell, uh, somebody fell on his ankle and, uh, Kind of, it wasn't a sprain. Kind of like rolled it, slash twisted it. Yeah, and just thought it was gonna be better for him to sit it out. Oh, poor baby. Poor, 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 but poor even baby. then, man, even without LeBron James, the Lakers have more than enough star power and they have more than enough weapons. Period. That they could have blew y'all out of the water. Nah, but you know, Lakers, they good at deflecting. One of my partners said, uh, we didn't have LeBron. And 
And then I see this is the thing. I ain't even got to fight my own battles no more. My my people fight them for me if I'm in the right or they feel I'm in the right. One of my partners, he was like, uh, oh, y'all don't got LeBron, but y'all got all them weapons. See, I can't stand Lakers fans. And he was just like, oh, all I, the other partner, he was like, all, all I heard before the season was it was a bunch of old dudes. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, you know, you – they they always set themselves up to deflect. You know what I'm saying? No matter what you come with, they got something in the chamber to deflect. Oh yeah, man. You know what I'm I saying? mean, like we didn't have LeBron. <laughs> well, guess what? We the first. We didn't have nobody at first. <laughs> and I can say the same thing to them. Oh, at first y'all was just deep. Now it's just old dudes. Okay, if LeBron ain't on, okay, all right. We missing one of our old dudes. That's why we not on. Okay, all right. That's a bit. Sweet. I'm pretty sure Melo started in his place. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, man. Yeah. Like I said, given what we've seen so far from the Lakers, even though they got the win, it's just not looking good. They shouldn't be struggling. And if yeah. we go if we go off of what everybody else was saying, you know, when when the season before the season started, if we going off of all of that. The Lakers shouldn't be struggling this much. No, sir. But you know, I mean, that's that's how it be, man. Uh, I'm actually excited for our game. I think we play tonight, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. No, we don't. We don't. We played last night. I'm tripping, and we won. Excellent. I forgot. It, look, I actually, it's funny because I actually watched some of that game and didn't even remember. <laughs> um, Draymond Green, another underwhelming eight point performance, eight points, nine rebounds, eight assists. You know, Wiggins, 21, four and four. Steph, 23, six and four. Jordan Poole had 10 points, two rebounds, seven assists. Damian Lee came off the bench with 20 points. We are playing extremely well, man, 4-0 right now. Yeah. You know, uh, I think people, I told you about, and by the way, everybody, um, this is really the extent of our NBA talk today. We really have too much to speak on. But uh, be sure, if you don't have the Clubhouse app, download the Clubhouse app. And be watching out. We'll add you on there. We're going to start doing, in days we don't record, we're going to start doing little things on Clubhouse, man, so we'll be able to interact with anybody that wants to get on and talk to us. So essentially it's going to be a live version of the podcast that everybody can interact with. Yes, sir. But uh, like I said, man, uh, so far it's like I look at us and it's just one of those, it's that feeling of, you know, so far so good. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously, we just have to we have to keep it up. You yeah, know, no, like gotta that. keep I mean, it up. I like that. That's that's a good way to look at it. Because some people mm, doing the most, doing the most. Like, do I believe game. we can make it to the finals? Absolutely, because I, I I believe in my team. And mm-hmm. and obviously, it's like one of the things. Like, if we were to play like this the entire season, of course we can make it to the finals. Hmm. 
Am I just supposed to? Am I about to put us in there like that? No, you know, stuff happens, man. Yeah. But we're playing this good, so we're playing this well so far, and we still don't have Clay and James back. So I'm like, man, you know, you look at something like that, it's like obviously when they get back, though, it's gonna be a whole different thing. It's a whole different game being played, man. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Hey man, and uh, you got anything else you want to say, man? I don't, man. That's pretty much all I got for today. I meant to do this earlier in the show, man, but but I'm gonna go ahead and do it at the end before we sign off, man. But uh, you know where do you, where do you get your taxes done, man? Um, I do it myself. I do it myself, but I keep you my options yourself? open. You ever keep your options open, man? Well, oh, yeah. look, just to give you something to think about, man. Uh, next year. Tax season's coming around about what three and a half, four months now. Yes, sir. Uh, everybody, you know, everybody gets irritated around that time of year because you're always trying to find somebody that's qualified to do your taxes. You want to make sure your taxes are done right. Uh, of course, you don't want to end up paying money, but if you do, you want somebody that's gonna make sure that you you got to give up the least amount possible, essentially. So yeah. for everybody that's looking for for a new tax person. Go ahead and go over to QTT, QTTAX, QTTAX.com and uh, just inquire about getting your taxes done. Uh, it's a service called Quick Tax. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've, been, they've been in the business for over 10 years and they do a very good job. They're very responsive. Whether you, and it really doesn't matter where you live. Uh, they're very responsive mm-hmm. uh, in terms of doing all of your taxes. They get your emails done. Uh, I mean, they get your taxes done. They'll email you everything. You can sign through the email, and they're very efficient, and they have nothing but your best interest at heart, and they'll try to make sure that you get the best return possible. And if you got to pay, they'll make sure that you're not you're not destroying your bank account trying to pay your taxes. You uh, again, man, that's uh, qttax.com for quick tax. And just inquire about getting your taxes done. I guess you can kind of call this an unofficial unofficial sponsorship, but you know, <laughs> hey, it's okay, man. Hey, love it, man. Love it. Go on and get your taxes done. But, it's yeah, it's man, about to be that season. Yeah, so, and, and people gotta and, and, and be real, man. People really need to stop dodging that. Oh yeah. I know a lot of people who just don't get it done. I mean, we me and you, no names. Me and you have a friend who hasn't had their taxes done. In at least seven years. Yeah, and I don't and even know who you're talking about. So, huh? I said I don't even know who you're talking about, but I know it's probably true because people do that. I know several people. So, get I the look, taxes done. I tell, tell you when we get off air. You ain't got to tell me, man. I don't. I don't even want to know. It's gonna bother me. <laughs> but no, uh, man, yeah, I try man. to. I try to convince this dude every year to get the W two, do your taxes, man. Like I've had to let me be real with you. I've had to pay taxes the past two years. I haven't got no return. Mm-hmm. But guess what? It brought I broke even. Like I owed a hundred and something dollars a couple of years ago. So I actually I did get a return this year. But you know, that return paid that previous year's taxes. Like granted, that's on me because a lot of paperwork in my in my job was wrong. So I had I had a lot more I got a lot more of my money up front 
And so that's why my tax return was so small. But at the end of the day, like I said, I wasn't breaking my bank having to pay taxes. It was a little disappointing, yes. But I was glad it wasn't something like, hey, you owe $13,000 in taxes. Yeah. You know, so I encourage everybody to do the right thing. Get your taxes done, man. Stop going to these back alley people uh, or or people who, especially the ones that don't know math and ain't good at math and they try to do it themselves because they, quote unquote, don't trust anybody with their finances. Like, you shouldn't trust your dang self with your own finances, but you still do. Yes, sir. But hey, man, that's uh, that's the wrap, man. That's been another episode of uh, the Bond and Lou show. Where, like I said, man, I'll let you say, who are we? The realest, realest. I'm the realest, realest of the realest, realest. No, I'm just playing. Yes, sir. You know right, we the realest, realest. <laughs> you finna, me- you finna mess the whole thing. <laughs> like it ain't gonna hit. It ain't gonna hit the same no more, man. <laughs> you said it too many times in a row. They like, dang, that boy said really about that, ten that times in one sentence. Like, bro, what do you mean? It hit different, don't it? Man, yeah. hell no. <laughs> yeah. Yes, hey, sir. man, it's your boy Devon. It's your boy Lou. And we signing off. Peace. Peace.